0: Ethan Alden reviews movies from space. Welcome. Welcome to my podcast. Still don't have a name for it yet, but by the time this releases, there will be a name, so that was just for me. I suppose I could have admitted that. You wouldn't have known. But you know what? This is, this is a place, I've said this before, where it's cool to make mistakes. Um, I'm trying something new, which is a, a bit nerve-wracking, if I'm honest, and a bit scary. But uh, yeah, that's what life's about. Uh, my name is Ethan Alden. And in case you didn't hear last week's episode, or were born within the last 10 years, or unaware otherwise i'm the guy who won the trip up to space on the pop tarts box contest and um, then not long after i got up here the apocalypse happened and everybody left the space station but i was taking a nap so i got stuck up here so i've just been up here the past 10 years and as you guys also know the internet is now finally getting back online uh no pun intended uh, and so now I can release a podcast and this podcast is a movie podcast. I wouldn't call it a movie review podcast. It's more like a movie in review podcast. I just kind of talk about movies and say a bunch of stuff about them. But, uh, my AI therapist recommended that since I was watching a bunch of movies up here anyway, cause there's not a lot of stuff to do cause I'm all alone on this space station. I should make a podcast. So here I go, and this is episode two for our... uh, Oh, before I start on the movie, I like to share three blessings from my week. So the three blessings from this week are... One was from today. I had sunglasses on, and then they were smeared, and I took them off and wiped them on my T-shirt. And usually that doesn't really work. It doesn't get the fingerprint stains off, but it actually worked this time. Which is super rad because I don't like having fingerprints on my sunglasses. So th- that was awesome. Um, that was a highlight from today. Uh, last week, uh, another highlight is that I found Twister in storage here, which I didn't even know we had. We have artificial gravity, so you can play Twister if there are other people, but there aren't anybody else up here. So I played by myself, which was, it was kind of not, it wasn't really Twister. It was just kind of like easy yoga which is good cuz I'm actually not very flexible. So that was a highlight. Um and then today I reached 24,901 miles on my stationary bike which is the circumference the circumference of the earth. So me and my AI therapist celebrated that today. And that was that was really rad. Again, there's not a lot to do up here, so I'm riding a lot of miles on that bike and circumnavigated the planet sort of I guess metaphorically although I don't know what that's a metaphor for I guess it's a metaphor for exercise but um, that was super rad and um, if you have a lot of time on, on your hands you put your mind to it maybe you guys could ride a bike around the earth too although I don't know what you do about the water part I mean we're talking about stationary bike but anyway today's movie is classic classic film jaws i'm gonna give a summary of the movie and then we'll launch into the rest of it i didn't have to tell you guys that so the the movie is about a police chief named chief brody and he's the police chief on this island and uh it's off the east coast of america and a girl dies on the beach so he makes some signs and then he is he gives them to his deputy and uh he says Give them to Polly. Polly's the chief's secretary. He says, "Let Polly do the printing." And the deputy says, "What's wrong with my printing?" And he says, "Let Polly do the printing." So it's not explicitly stated, but it's heavily implied that the deputy would have been bad at printing. But that's just like I'm one of the like little mysteries of the movie. So they don't ever explicitly say, but we, you know, we if you're like pretty sharp, you can pick up on it. Um. And then the mayor gets super pissed that the beaches are closed and he wears anchors on his blazer, which is not related, but he does. And then there's this captain, it's like a sea boat captain from old times. And then there's another guy on a boat, which is from normal times. And the three of them go out to sea and save the beach. And also there's a part where they sing. And that's pretty much what happens in the movie. Who is in it? It's starring Roy Scheider from The Deer Hunter. And again, some of the info is going to be, uh, I mean, the internet is just, we don't have all the websites up, so I found what I could. Roy Scheider from The Deer Hunter is in this movie, and Robert Shaw from *Jaw*. Oh, that, okay, well, that's this movie. Okay, that's all I have in my notes. He's from Jaws. And then Richard Dreyfus, who is from Beverly Hills High School, which is not a movie, I guess that's where he that was where he was educated. And then Lorraine Gray, who uh, Lorraine Gray is awesome in this. She does a lot with a little. She doesn't have as many lines as the guys, but she she gives an excellent performance. It was really rad. And then there's somebody. The internet said there's someone in the movie named Bruce, but I couldn't find their last name. So some of you. Uh, cinephiles will know what I'm talking about. E is for enjoyment. We're going to put some music interludes in here, but, uh, for now it's just me talking. So, uh, this is the part where I share my favorite parts of the movie. My favorite parts of Jaws were where, when they, they sang together. That was cool. I like when people sing together and these guys aren't like singers so when they sang together, it was kind of more meaningful because it's kind of vulnerable for people to sing together if they're not singers because they're not used to it. This movie also feels like summer, and I miss summer. Up in space, you don't have any seasons, so it was really cool to watch a movie that just takes place during the summer and at the beach because I don't get that up here. It's, it's pretty much just like nighttime all the time over here. Which is cool, because it's kind of like that movie Escape from New York, which is rad. So I don't mind it. But it, I do miss seasons sometimes. And when I watched this movie, that was one of those times. There's another part of the movie where, and I won't say when or why, because spoilers. But one character says to another, what day is it? And the other character says, Tuesday. No, Wednesday, I think. And man... That that's like the story of my life up here on a space station for 10 years. So I liked that. It just spoke to me. And I didn't know this film was going to be relatable in that way. So I liked that part. And another thing I really liked is these three main characters, the police chief, the old timey sea captain, and then the normal times boat owner guy, the three of them, they don't always like each other and they don't always get along. And that is so real life, man. Sometimes we have to work with people who we don't like. And if the, if everybody was chummy the whole movie, it wouldn't be very interesting, you know? I mean, it could be, but the fact, a lot of the tension comes from these guys just getting on, ruffling each other's metaphorical feathers. There's another metaphor for you. So um, I guess it would be seagull feathers because they're in the ocean. But yeah, dude, real stuff, man. People getting frustrated with each other and... Just butting heads, and it was cool because they kind of change teams. Like sometimes the police chief and the old timey captain are friends, and the normal timey captain are like N- he's not cool with either of them. And then sometimes the two captains know about boats, and they get mad at the police chief, and they're like, "You don't know a thing about boats." They don't say that line, but that this is sort of like an uh, an aggregate of their emotions. And then sometimes a police chief and then and the normal-timey guy are like, this old-timey guy is too old-timey. So it was cool to see that sort of shifting of, pers- of teams. And um, I enjoyed that. And it made the movie more full of life. Because life is rough edges, man. I'll tell you what, sometimes up here on the space station, I'll wake up and it's not a good day. You know? I don't have people to ruffle feathers with because it's just me, but... Um, uh and my ai therapist whose name is professor pizza party which is i named him that i always feel like i have to clarify because that would be silly for nasa to name a sophisticated artificial intelligence that but i call him that which is another story and you can you know what i'm gonna tease my own show you guys can listen to the first episode if you want to know why he's called that but um the prof and i we he just turns on and then turns off after therapy and so i don't it's just me so i don't Get that sort of rough edge human interaction, except when you guys tweet in. But I'm getting ahead of myself. That's later in the show. Uh, oh, there's another part where a character is um, doing. A, it was you know pretty crazy. He's doing like a, 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 a post. He's in, it's not an autopsy. He's just doing like a posthumous examination of the girl who died on the beach. I remember I said from the beginning and. He as he's they don't show the body, which is nice of them because it would have been crazy to watch. But um, he's doing the examination and he's he's like shocked when he sees her and he starts panting and he goes, could I have a glass of water, please? And I realize, oh, man, I'm really dehydrated and I quickly got some water and drank it. So I really like that part of the movie because it it um, rem- reminded me to hydrate um, the tissue box. This is the part of the show where I share what made me cry in the movie. I'm a, I'm a movie crier, so that's going to be most episodes, that there was something that made me cry. In this movie, uh, there was only one time that I cried, really, which was surprising, but it's uh, there's a glass of wine, and it, it wasn't a sad moment, but this guy fills the glass of wine all the way to the top. It's not a wine glass. It's a regular water like glass for dinner. And he fills it all the way to the top. My eyes started watering because it was just like so intense. I was like, that's a lot of wine. And um, so I I don't know if you'd count that as crying, but it it felt uh, intense to me in in an emotional sort of, I guess more of a physiological way. So I'm counting that as crying. Um, Well, okay. So I guess I did cry another time because there's a part in the movie where they go to the old timey captain's house. He's got a bunch of, Uh, like jaw bones all over the place and I was like man that's a lot of dead things and that was kind of sad we don't have any animals up here uh, at the moment we used to but um, uh, on this space station there was a a menagerie but that's another story Um, so now at the moment we don't have any animals on board and so it was just sad to think you know here's a movie and it's like oh animals oh no it's not animals it's actually dead jaws um which i guess is what the movie's after is all those jaw bones in his house but anyway that i guess that was two times parental guidance this is a part of the show where i list any potential trigger warnings or anything that might potentially upset you or things parents might want to watch out for when their kids watch this movie and the first thing i want to mention and i uh, first i really want to apologize because i didn't address this in the first episode and i think it's potentially really important um lizard watch that's i'm gonna be doing that every episode now because you know and i haven't brought this up before because i feel like you guys down on earth are probably tired of thinking about it but i feel like we do have to take a moment and talk about this and as mr roger says everything that's human is mentionable and everything that's mentionable is manageable so i know this may be uncomfortable but we got to talk about lizard watch which is We all know the apocalypse happened because of the Lizard King taking over Earth for a brief time. And that was really rough on everybody. And it's not like that anymore. But uh, I know that. Uh, And I want to acknowledge that and say that here because some people might get flashbacks if they listen to this and remember, like, fighting the lizards. Um, But the lizard, we have, we are coexisting now with the lizards um but i i just thought there's a lot of tension like i know that you guys are living in totally separate places you guys and the lizards and a lot of the lizards just like left um earth and uh so it's a sensitive topic and i just want to say uh i'm going to make sure that i announce whenever a movie has lizards in it just so you guys can kind of see it coming and hopefully be emotionally prepared to see lizards so, uh, no lizards in this movie, but I thought it was important that I established that. And each episode I'll, I'll say, right at the beginning of Parental Guidance, were there lizards, were there not lizards? Second point, there is a boat that has a hole in it, but it's still floating, and it's been floating for a long time, so if the, if you guys have kids that are in physics class i i like i said i don't know if colleges are around but i know high schools are getting back together now just like we've just kind of like started establishing society again and if your kids in physics class he might be kind of confused about the fact that there's a boat with a big old hole in the hole in the hull (laughs) uh i just got lost my train of thought that was such a good pun but there's a hole in the hull and uh, it might confuse your physics students, so just be aware of that. If you're a teacher and there was some reason you wanted to show this movie in your physics class, um, maybe fast forward this part because it it could be it could lead to some uncomfortable conversations. Which, as I said, everything that is human is uh, manage, uh, mentionable and everything that's mentionable is manageable. So maybe you guys want to engage with that, but you know they are there to learn about physics, and you don't want to like get too. Uh, distracted about explaining how things in movies aren't always real so that's up to you and i just wanted to give you guys the information and allow you guys to make the decision uh the part i mentioned before where the chief says to his deputy let polly do the printing if you or maybe your kid is self-conscious about their writing that could be an emotional trigger So just watch out for that. That's like right in the beginning of the movie. That's within like the first, I don't know, 10 minutes. So maybe just skip the first 10 minutes. There's another part where the chief's kid, his mom says, "Um, can I bring you anything? Um, And he says, ice cream. And she goes, ice cream, what kind? And he says, coffee she says coffee and so she's she's like trying to cheer him up because he just went through a no spoilers event and um some people don't want to give their kids coffee so if you watch this movie and you see this child who's maybe 12 ask for coffee ice cream it might give your kid ideas and just want to let you know your kid may want to have coffee, ice cream after this. You might have to have a conversation about what that means for their for their energy levels and addiction. There's an old-timey captain, as I said, which could disorient you about sort of what time period this movie takes place in. It takes place in the 1970s, but he's very old-timey in his behavior, and it it could be confusing, so know that there's also a lot of misuse of piano wire they have piano wire that they use on the boat but they don't use it in a piano i don't even think there's a moment in the movie with a piano in it i probably should have looked for that and i apologize but i don't think that would have been gone into the parental guidance section but piano wire used in a way it's not designed to be used which honestly i just thought was creative so for me it was cool to see that creativity But for other people, they might like things in their proper place. So you may not want to that may upset you. And then also the chief is discriminated against for not being a native islander. He moved there at the beginning of the movie. And other people say, you're not an islander because you weren't born here. I think they say that to his wife, actually. But that that could be hard to hear. You know, I, if I met someone who was born in space, they might say, Ethan, you don't, you're not a native spacer because you, you moved up here when you were 22. So you don't, it doesn't count. And even though I consider myself a sort of a, a, a native inhabitant of outer space because I've lived here for the past 10 years by myself and I'm just feeling lonely, but uh, yeah. So that might Moving on, rating. I would give this movie five out of five stars because space, everything we, everything's out of stars because of outer space. But I'd give it a five out of five stars. I liked it. Tweet them and weep. The part of the show where I read your tweets. Thank you guys for tweeting in. I love reading your guys' tweets. At Milo and Otis Sucks says, Milo and Otis Sucks. Never review Milo and Otis it sucks. Well, respectfully, I disagree. I have seen that movie before. I might not watch it because I've seen it before, but I might end up deciding to watch it. So I'm sorry at Milo Notice sucks. I I may watch Milo Notice and you don't have to listen to that episode. I'm going to put the title of the movie that I'm reviewing on the episode title. So yeah, feel free to skip that one, bud. And I totally respect that, but I like that movie, and we can agree to disagree because that's what life is. Uh, well, I was gonna say that's what life's about. It's not about disagreeing, but uh, um, unless you're a lizard king, I guess. But uh, yeah, it, it, um, I I may watch this movie, and there's nothing you can do about it. So, you well, you could skip it, as I said. At the Mars Volta's Nissan Versa says, if you had oh. Oh, I think it's a typo. Of you had to be any character in Jaws, which character would you be? I'd be Chief Brody's son because he eats coffee ice cream. I mean, presumably, they don't show it on screen, but uh, I'm 32, so I can eat coffee ice cream and that's I think that's okay for myself. I'm, I'm making my own decisions in this area. As I said, you may want to, it may be different for you. You have kids. You may want to have a conversation with them about that, but I would totally be Chief Brody's kid. Because he gets to eat coffee ice cream. If I had to be a character in this. You can tell I've thought about this when I read this tweet. I really spent some time thinking about it. Uh, there is now we're I'm going to talk about the quote of the week, which I, I just did a quote last week uh, as a spur of the moment thing, which is inspired by a tweet from. From I think it was from at Frog and Toboggan inspired me to quote a movie, And so I, I'm going to do a segment now where I quote a movie each week and you guys guess which one it is. I will get to that in a second. But before we get to that, I wanted to acknowledge that last week I said maybe we would watch something light like Shoah. And I looked it up and Shoah is not a light movie at all. It's about the Holocaust. But I had a cousin who told me it was about shepherds. So just do some research maybe before you pop that one in. I hear it's rough. Or I read it online. I heard from my cousin, who likes to mess with me a lot, I heard that it was about shepherds, but I guess it's not. So just, I'm uh, I'm going to have to think before I speak when I'm speaking things that my cousin told me. Because, like I said, he liked, he liked to mess with me. Last week's quote was about eating livid with a side of fava beans and nobody guessed it but that is from silence of the lambs although at night of the round table pizza on twitter did guess was lax week's quote from chef no it wasn't i don't think they eat people in chef i did i I didn't finish it. I, I watched, I've only seen the first half of it, so I suppose it could take a sharp turn. But I don't think they eat people in that movie. So no, it's not from Chef, it's from Silence of the Lambs, which is about a guy who eats people. But if you do know that they eat people at the, this in the latter half of the film Chef by Jon Favreau, please tweet in and let me know. Last week's quote, Silence of the Lambs, Oh, and I apologize for the lizard sounds. He does, I won't do it again because again, I don't want to trigger you guys, but I did make, I imitated the sound he makes after that quote in the actual movie and it kind of sounds like a lizard. So I apologize if that caused some strong emotions. But um, let's just move on to this week's quote, which is, you think I could cut out a little early today? I got some stuff I gotta do. It's cool. I can stay. Tweet in your guesses. Actually, I do have some stuff I got to do. So I'm going to cut this. Well, I was going to say short, but we're done. I'm going to end this soon because I do have some stuff I got to do. I have to go into the greenhouse and I'm really not looking forward to it because I haven't been in there in like six years guys and it's gonna be so overgrown but i have to go in there because if the plants grow too big they could compromise the integrity of the hole and then i'll have a hole in the hole but this time it's not funny because i could die so uh, the prof encouraged me my AI therapist encouraged me to mention this to help get accountability. And I'm really not looking forward to it, but anything that is human is mentionable and anything that is mentionable is manageable. So I know that I can go in there and I can start trimming those branches and it may be daunting, but I do need to do it. It is my responsibility and I I need to take care of it. So who knows? It might be fun. I'm going to go in there today and take a look at. It. So thank you guys. Thank you for sharing this moment with me and just letting me be real. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe even tweet in tomorrow or anytime the next week and say, Hey, did you trim those branches or are you dead? And I'll, if I'm alive, I'll tweet back. But, um, just wanted to get that off my chest and I actually do feel a lot better now. So thanks again, guys. Now I'm going to end with a new segment, which is three things I'm looking forward to when I get back to Earth. One of them being coffee and coffee ice cream. We do have coffee up here. We don't have coffee ice cream, but we have space coffee, which is freeze dried and it's just not fresh and not the same. And we have a latte machine and I cannot for the life of me figure out how to use it. I did sit down, unlike the... the greenhouse i have been working on trying to get that thing to work for years and i just haven't figured it out yet and we also don't have um well i'm trying to think we have almond milk but it's not barista almond milk so it's it's not i don't know if it would froth which you want in a good latte so anyway uh i i I really miss lattes a lot Another thing I'm looking forward to is trees, man. Um, But we do have trees here, so it's a little different. I I am looking forward to trees, but we have trees in the greenhouse. And I'm really worried about that oak tree, man, because that thing could really put some strain on the hole. I'm sorry, my stress is just kind of coming out. Uh, Worms. I know it sounds weird, but we don't have worms up here, and I'm missing them, and I can't really explain it. I just... It occurred to me when I was thinking about the greenhouse, and we don't have worms in the greenhouse. And I don't know, worms are crazy. It's crazy that they exist. They just they have no legs and or eyes or faces, and they just wiggle around, and that's bonkers. And I can't wait to see them again. I probably won't, you know, like it's not like a fetish or anything, and just wanna look at them and be like, wow, that's rad. But um, yeah worms all right well that wraps up our jaws episode so again tweet in if you guys want to guess what the quote is from and tweet in if you guys have suggestions for movies to watch and until next time this is ethan alden signing off